Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Jazzcast Pros. Hello, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Getting Real with Bossy, the podcast that shows you what it's really like to be a woman business owner married to your partner, who is also <laughs> a business owner in today's special episode. We're going to do an after-school special yeah. about what it's really like to be a women business owner for those of us that are married to our partners. Yeah. A trigger warning right now, Don and I can legitimately talk about anything for hours. Right. I'm Maybe this will be like our talking piece. We'll oh, just pass whoever the Jason mask around. The Jason mask. Whoever wears the Jason mask is the speaker of the truths. I know. I'm really nervous. I'm more nervous today about how it's going to go than when I interviewed you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I don't know how it's going to go. They're so unpredictable. They are so unpredictable. <laughs> Don says, it's going to be fine. We can talk for hours. And I was like, oh, God, about what? I know, right? Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Maybe we should have keywords that, like, we know it's getting to a place where you just got to cut it. I know. We'll just we'll just yell out jazzy. Jazzy. Jazzy, jazzy stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. We're excited for you all to... Meet our other halves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're my better half. That's true. No offense to my husband. No, not at all. You're my favorite work wife. I know. So now we're going to bring in our work husbands. Yeah. And we'll see how that goes. We're just winging it. Um, so hope you like what we've got in store for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Come in and let us take care of the rest. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. You mean a kitty cast? We are live. Branding. Okay. (laughs) Hold on, Don and I just figured out a new business idea. We're going to have to work this out. Uh, that's a question bit. four, if you could wait. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, gentlemen. So, Do you want to introduce yourselves? Do you regret this yet? Not so, yet. Okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Aaron. I am Kelly's husband. Guess and? which Kelly? And I uh, own Selena's with Kelly as well, um, among other projects that we do together. I'm Don Bush, Kelly's husband, the other Kelly, and... <laughs> co-owner of Marshall Street Bar and Grill and the Union Tavern in beautiful downtown Seabreeze. Yay. Excellent. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks Thanks for having us. How do you feel? So excited. I love your studio. Thank you so much. (laughs) One of the reasons we wanted to do this is because of our new group that we started because we wanted to have men be a part of the amazing things that we get to do in Bossy. So that new group, Bossing, has started, and we have had two, well, by the time this airs, we'll have had three meetings. Um, but so. we can't talk about the one in the future. No, we can't. Yeah, because that hasn't happened yet. But it's going to be pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be great. Yeah, because yeah. it, Polly's going to host it, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. We may all just sit around and eat sauce, which I think would be. I like sauce. I like, I sauce. like sauce. Yeah. Sounds I just spicy. had Polly yeah. sauce yeah. for like dinner the other night. Which one okay. was it? The garden veggie? Rosa. Rose. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grandma Rose. Is that the one? I, I'm not sure. It said Rose or Rosa. Sorry, Polly. No, but anyway, it's, <laughs> it's the pink sauce. It's yeah, it's the pink one. So yeah, that's why we have you here. And we would like to start doing some more interviews with some of the men in that group too. So welcome to being the first. 
It's very exciting. You're our test subjects. subjects. We may not even air this. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I got up early for that. (laughs) Don't tell him that. First question. What is it like to be married to bossy women? Ooh. Huh. Throwing them under the bus. (laughs) Who's going to say something to piss one of us off first? I think it's amazing, personally. I mean... I do, honestly. I love yeah. you. Yeah. But I was married to her before she was a bossy woman. So I, was I would disagree bossy. with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would disagree as yeah, well. But not in that. We never really used that word as like no. a term. Right. But yeah, you're pretty kick-ass, so I enjoy it. Thank you, babe. Yeah. When you say bossy, do you mean personality trait? Or do I you mean bossy, bossy as, in, uh, as in, in the bossy group? Well, I think more in the personality trait. I think a lot, we often talk, and when we have women from Bossy in, one of the things we always talk about is, were you called Bossy as a younger person? So I think we were kind of Bossy to begin with. So what's that like being married? I think it's fine because I don't think you're Bossy. I just think you're hyper-organized. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. go with the size of. So oh, I like that, that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that, yeah. We're going to have you mm-hmm. on all the time. Yeah. Just keep building us up. Yeah. I think that it works. It works perfectly for our relationship because I'm I'm more. Uh, I don't want to say artistic, but more of that type. And you're, you're more artistic for sure. Yeah, and you're the and you're the uh, charts and graphs type. Yeah, I love charts and graphs. Yeah, and it works perfectly because I am not. Mm-hmm. I mean, does anybody really like charts? I really no, do. Yes, she does. Really do. I yeah. didn't until I owned a business. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I just, he'll like say something. I'm like, I have to see the numbers before I can answer. Right. I'm like, I got to run the numbers because I, if I go off my gut, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. I have to look at the numbers and then compare it to my gut and see if I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are gut goers. Yeah. Gut for, you're gut forward. Both of us are gut you're forward, gut which forward. makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you mm-hmm. just called me fat. It's <laughs> rude. Cut forward. Cut forward. Yeah. You, should, you uh, schedule our vacations. It's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Nothing like relaxing to a schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way I can relax. <laughs> you have to know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. You have some scheduling time in Colorado, right? Yeah. That- uh, you've already. Yeah. yeah my, the whole, my whole trip is already set. Did she just send you the link and is like, this is what we're doing? Oh, no. I don't read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She could. I wouldn't it's read it. It's going to be a surprise. You'll just be yeah. in the lazy river. I That's think. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lazy River. Yeah. It's my plan. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. There's a bunch of bars there, too. I'm going to ditch all the kids on Don and just disappear. I was just going to say that children. Don <laughs> is going to take one look at you with four kids and be like, I'm not going in the Lazy River. <laughs> Wait, we're in Colorado? <laughs> yeah. I can manage anything in Colorado. Yep. <laughs> yes, we can. A trait of most business owners is to be bossy or hyper-organized or in charge. Were you ever considered that as young people? You both have a, a very different upbringing, but were you ever kind of seen as the person who's taking charge? We both have a lot of siblings too, don't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. by default, I think that was probably generally the case. I never really thought of that myself that way, but it always seems to happen that way. I am only take charge when it goes wrong. Yeah, you're the guy they call? The fixer. Was that always the case? Yeah. I'm not the scheduler. I'm not the planner. But when it goes wrong, I'm the one you call. 100% need that personality to run a business, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not the one to call. Like, I, I can get there, but it takes me. I have to have a meltdown first. <laughs> like a full-on panic attack. And then you can pull then out I'm the okay. graphs. Mm-hmm. Depends on the situation for me, I think. Yeah. I appear competent, and I think that's why I've ended up in leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true. It's yeah. kind of like why I always get asked uh, where things are in grocery stores. Do you work here? I get that everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. You look like management. Yep. I look like security. You look yep. like management. People look at me and they're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. the guy that's going to know something. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have the answer. Right. Yeah. I know your story. Did you ever want to be a business owner? No. I re- distinctly remember in college when I switched out of my business degree program into history, making a conscious decision that I'd rather be happier than wealthy. High five. Yep. I don't know how that's worked out so far. Uh, it's still, still a work in progress. We'll, I'll let you know in another 20 years, maybe. We'll figure out which, which one of those two things uh, pulled out ahead. So right now I've been doing a good managing of both. It. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no, never had a plan to be a business owner necessarily. Never really, I never really grew up knowing what I wanted to do, though, which is why I was a history major. Right. What yeah. about you, Don? I always wanted to be a rock star. 
You are kind of a rock star, though. You're well, like the you know. face of the business. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a rock star like traveling and, and playing electric guitar and stuff. I mean, that's you're what I, a right. rock star in your right. own. I wanted to be a rock star. That didn't work out. So I was like, I'll be a DJ. And that didn't work out. And then I got into the, well, I was already in the, this industry. And then the opportunity came and then I became an owner. And then now I own. Yeah. And you almost had an Elvis mic for this interview. Mm-hmm. I almost did. So that was. Thus. Would have been a rock star. Yeah. Rock star nonsense. Yeah. Well, you were trying to be a business. You were in the process of buying a business when we met. Right. Right. So that was always, in my time with you, that was always something I knew would be in your future. I did not expect it in mine, but. I dragged you down with me. It's kind of a good point because I think that I started being interested in business ownership when Kelly and I got together because we often talked about opening a group home long Mm -hmm. before the restaurant industry became our life. So we were going to run something at some point. Just wasn't sure what. Yeah. Yeah, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss eventually, but I think it was because of how frustrating things had gotten at Hillside mm-hmm. and knowing that I really couldn't make any type of lasting change without having having that leadership role that I couldn't get with the current amount of schooling that I had. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what level of schooling you have when you're a business owner because you just need to know Hell what you're yeah. doing. Because mm-hmm. I think we all have varied level. I don't know what your schooling is like, but I know we all, Kelly and I have different level of, of schooling for sure. And so, so does Donald. My mom said to me today in the car, I was telling her something about work and she was, I was doing some kind of graphs and charts. I was doing like a cash flow projection and all this stuff. And she was like, so like, did college help you learn this stuff? And I was like, no, mom, I was a history, sociology, special ed major. Not a lot of charts and graphs. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. She's like, so you could have just done MCC and stopped. And I was like, I don't even know if I had to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> but my experience, I think, makes me a different business owner than if I had just jumped into it at 20 years old. Right. Right. So right. Not, but like, life experience, yeah. not educational. Right. Yeah. I'm not a huge proponent of college, personally. But. Yeah. My technical theater and design. Actually, it does, though, because I think it does as far as my leadership skills and where how I tend to deal with employees and customers i think that background does help hell yeah but nothing else that i did in college has helped at all yeah my ged is really helpful <laughs> yeah i think you did it you did it right yeah. hell yeah no no bills no no no, no doubt yeah. i figure if i start talking to my kids young maybe i can like talk them out of college as society's telling them they have to go. I'm like, you should be an electrician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, these days, I mean, yeah. they're really, I mean, they're really pushing. Don't bother going to college. Right. I don't know who they are. thousand dollars in yeah. student yeah. loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or get a trade and earn a hundred thousand dollars in your first two years. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it too late for me to do that? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. I keep no. saying it, but it all goes to hell. I'm going to be an electrician. Yeah. I figure yeah. electrical is like charts and graphs, mm-hmm. right? Like, He's always like, no, it's going to burn the house down. I'm like, no, like the red wire always goes here. And the black wire always goes here. Yeah. Yeah. I think plumbing. I think I could get a handle on plumbing. Yeah. A friend of mine once told me that plumbing and electricity are basically the same thing. Because right. electricity is water. Mm-hmm. Just imagine yeah. imagine electricity as water and yeah. it just follows. It just has to flow. Plumbing just of, uses yeah. bigger hollow wires. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How much electrical and plumbing work have you done in your businesses? <laughs> Today? None yet. <laughs> More than ever anticipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they teach that in business school? No. <laughs> Not no, at all. No. Not at all. And I think that's one of the reasons that we're here and why we have these conversations is because people think that we don't have to do any of that. And there's some pe- there are some people that we have to call for that stuff, but mostly it's us figuring me calling dying going, I don't know what the, the air is not working. I don't know what's wrong. It's getting hotter and hotter in here. Yeah. And, and then I come in with my switch flipping expertise. Mm-hmm. And your head's always the, is it on? Mm-hmm. Is it plugged in? Yeah. Cause yeah. did mm-hmm. you turn it off and unplug it and then plug it in and turn it back on? Yeah. Right. Followed okay. by, are you sure it's on? Are you mm-hmm. sure you did all of those things? Okay, right. now Before I'll I come it. down here, I'm mm-hmm. sure that I did that. Yeah. It's like the time, my favorite story is I was in the office one day and somebody comes in and they go, Kelly, the fryer's on fire. And the fire is in the farthest corner of the kitchen you can possibly be in across from the office. And so my very first reaction is just, did you put it out? 
because I needed to know what I was walking mm-hmm. into when I walked out of the office. Like, mm-hmm. and do I have to run out of the office or just meander over and see why it caught on fire? Do I need my phone? And they in just my hand? <laughs> they were just looked at me like, well, yeah. And I was like, okay, like why did you ask that? And I was like, oh, you haven't lived, you haven't worked here long enough. Yeah, if I recall, technically it wasn't the whole fryer; it was just the back of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened when our when our stove caught it, the caught on fire? And I'm like, did you put it out? Did you put salt on it? Put a blanket? I don't know. Covered in a blanket? I don't know. What'd you do? They used a fire extinguisher. And then they used a fire extinguisher, and they had to clean for seven days. Yeah. Oof. Doesn't they? Ouch. Yeah. 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 It's pretty rad. Lost a ton of shit. Oh, they just blasted everything, huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, put out the he, fire, he, though. He did, yeah. yeah. I think it was... He a, put out the fire before the ants Before went the ants all, so that's yeah. probably better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd have been a nightmare. I've never had to clean and up from a fire extinguisher. How was that? Uh, powder, a lot of powder. In our house, you did. Remember when you... Oh, my gosh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> you never worked at Hillside, clearly, because wow. there's a lot of cleaning up. Of yeah, no, I set off the fire extinguisher in our cabinet, in our cupboard. Oh, yeah, that was gross. forgot it was underneath and threw a bag of potatoes on the bottom shelf, and it went... <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was fun. Uh, good times. Good times. Don, what did you want to be when you were 10? A rock star. Just always a rock star. Just always a rock star? Yeah. You have a great voice. I hear Kelly has a great voice. I don't know if I've ever heard she her does. like belt it out, but I have heard she has you. She's a great voice. Out. I almost sang today, but did I was you? like, don't be that asshole. <laughs> As I'm sitting next to the camera that's videotaping your children in a musical, I'm like, but I know the song. I thought you were talking about right now. You were going to sing. I mean, I can. Can you? I mean, no. No, I'm saving that for our friend's show. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. She's going to play the guitar, too. Are you? Yeah. We'll see. Got to do something. Mm -hmm. Winging it. Might sing some of those uh, one-star reviews. Ooh, singing reviews. Mm -hmm. I like that. I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm shopping it. I'm workshopping it. Yeah, workshopping it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, yeah. Like when I was a kid, I used to do Elvis impersonations. Oh, as, I could see as that. A kid. Yeah, yeah. And I had a guitar that I didn't know how to play. Now I have seven. I don't know how to play. I was gonna say you're wearing them. Yeah. yeah. You do know how to play. play. There's an acoustic, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I was a big, I was a big Elvis fan when I was a kid, and uh, I still am, really. But, but yeah, and I would do little shows for my family. I don't know if they appreciated it, but yeah. <laughs> Do you still yeah. perform at all? Just karaoke mostly. Do you get a chance to do it now that you're a fancy schmancy business owner with uh, all this time and money? Not as often as I used to. I used to go every week. You used to go like, a couple times a week. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, was it the Blue Room? Yeah. I saw you yeah. perform at a few times. Yeah. Sounds like you just need to bring karaoke to Marshall. Can't. Mm. I don't want to talk about it. Ask Cap. Mm. <sighs> oh, yeah. The yeah. royalties. They're the insane. royalties are out- outrageous. We actually got dinged on that. At Knox, because we used Geeks Who Drink. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you used what? Geeks Who Drink. The trivia. The trivia. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah so who, they uh... found us. The ASCAP and BMI, mm-hmm. BMI right? Yeah. Yeah. went through all the Geeks Who Drinks website and dung- got everybody on on their site for using them. So we either had to stop bringing them in or pay the fees. And then because they saw us, we had to keep paying the fees. So it's oh. outrageous. Wait, it was Geeks Who Drink that was... Uh, they were using yeah, because music. Mm-hmm. During their oh. their breaks, they would play music on their phones or whatnot or whatever devices they were gotcha. using, and apparently that wasn't applicably licensed. So, yeah, right. Right. the lawyers from well, they should companies. Have, they should have known better than to do that. I don't think they cared. No, like they Geeks Who Drink? Yeah, right. Well, it's, it's, just, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like the karaoke. The karaoke yeah. people don't have to pay for that. Yeah, so yeah, so not, what do they care? Right, right, right. Yeah. No, have you thought about felt. karaoke originals? It could be a whole niche. Original karaoke? Oh, yeah. You mean only open, open I mic? Think it's just You're only allowing originals in right. karaoke yeah. form. Yeah. It's all marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's right. Could work. Yeah. Could be onto something here. I like it. Yeah. Now I'm like, how do you get around it? Well, you know, the uh the, the songwriters, they deserve <laughs> to have their their royalties. So it's 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 kind of like a it's a hard mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to feel good about you know oh I get because, it because because it's like you know it's 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 like those charities that you hear from hear about that all most of the money doesn't go to the charity you right. know it's a similar thing like I don't think that I mean I'm sure I'm going to get on a list for saying this but I don't oh, think boy. that I don't think that BMI BMI and ASCAP uh, give all that money to the right. to the writers I think that there's a lot of people that get a lot of money paid 
before the singer and songwriter. Yes. Well, the you fee know. was outrageous for the size of place we were. Right. You know, and it, yeah, it was it like $2,000 for this. We were doing it for like two hours a week. Right. Yeah. We ended up like losing money, so we stopped doing it, but right. it was just outrageous. So there should be like a sliding scale or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we had it and finally got were able to get out of the contract because we're like, we don't do this anymore. They called for years. Oh, yeah. they, they still call. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hey, Lars is three. What's the band this weekend? I'm like, here, not a person. I that cares. still get letters from BMI <laughs> mm-hmm. for Knox, and we're not yeah. even open. Right. Yeah. Well, have fun and, with that. And by the way, those are just my personal feelings. Those are not based on any facts. Everything that's said is based on our personal feelings. Right. Yeah, yeah. We are not lawyers. And, and no way represents the values of, <laughs> of the... <laughs> Jazz cast pros? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. What did you want to do when you were 10? I wanted to be Pope. True story. Yes. It's almost like Elvis. (laughs) I think primarily it's because I didn't know what the Pope did. Uh, At that point in time, I thought that the Pope just gave homeless people food. So I envisioned myself uh, in a giant palace serving mac and cheese to lines of homeless people. I kind of thought that's what po- the Pope did. It's like did. white saviorism in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Mac and> <laughs> to, to a line of homeless people <laughs> in a palace. <laughs> well, I, I grew up going to Catholic church. This was kind of how they implied this to me. <laughs> so it turns out by 12, I had realized that that was not going to be the right path for me. It took, it, it took me two, two years. It took me two years. Two years to get to that two, point. Two years of uh, really, really <laughs> focusing on what was going on in that church. So, white saviorism is that what it's, what I it's just called? keep envisioning him in a giant palace with a <laughs> light. Here's your mac and cheese. Well, we've been to the Vatican, so I'm actually go. picturing it's, you standing at the Vatican just with a light. It's not that far off. Honestly, it's an improvement over what actually happens at the Vatican. <laughs> at least they're getting fed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> when we went to the Vatican, there was just tons of homeless people on the steps that they were not allowed. No, 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 no. They were not. They were on the. They, fence. they were right outside the gate. They fenced yeah. them out. They Ooh, fenced did them they out. get mac and cheese? They no. got no mac and cheese. Oh, no. terrible! See, under terrible. this pope, yeah. They yeah if I was pope, yeah. we'd see some differences Let's here. Talk, Francis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you changed trajectory. <laughs> I'm glad too, for so many reasons. I also didn't know what celibacy was at that point in time, so <laughs> yeah. that wasn't a hurdle when I was ten. <laughs> I think as I age, that would have become more of a problem. Definitely would have affected your marriage. <laughs> yeah, the celibacy thing is not a big deal until uh, girls stop being yucky. Yes, yes. yes. And that then it becomes kinda, a real issue. Yes, then it changes yeah. things yeah. rapidly. Yeah. Oh, I did not expect that conversation to go from Elvis to Pope. Mm-mm. Hi, George. Yeah. They both you. had Cadillacs. Hmm. And a huge Shh. following. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And they're solo acts. Mm. Only you're like your personality and his personality are so different. Like you're like the person. Like you have fun with the people and you want to be there and like interacting and you enjoy all of that. And Aaron's like, do you have to talk to the people? Yeah, because that's why the Pope's got that dome over his mm-hmm. car. It keeps all the people away. Right. So it is kind of the perfect analogy yeah. between the two of you. Yeah. Makes sense. Elvis and the Pope. Yeah. Oh. We just. I think we just titled our episode. <laughs> Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. When you're on the west side, grab a quick bite at the new Selena's Taqueria Grease, 745 Maiden Lane in the Tops Plaza. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar & Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar & Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street. Uh, thinking back to 2014 when Kelly and I started Bossy, what what did you think, and did you think it would become what it is now? Did you are you surprised where things are at? Are you disappointed? Are you? Was it really 2014? Uh huh. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought it would be as large as it is now. 
So you had no faith in us. Is what it's I'm not that I had no faith in you. <laughs> honestly, I think I underestimated how many business owners there are in a given community. To mm-hmm. be completely honest, I never really thought about the fact that there's so many different types of businesses. Um, but I definitely think it was needed. Kelly and I used to talk about that all the time, where we'd be out and about, and people, even family members, would look at me, you know, talking to both of us, and just stop and look at me and be like, "So, how's things at the restaurant?" And I'm like. I don't know, I wasn't there this week. Kelly was, you know, but they would never ask her mm-hmm. in the same way. So They asked me how the kids are, and I'd be yeah. like, I don't know, talk to Aaron. Right. right. They're snots this week. I said them to their dad. Mm-hmm. What about you? I, I didn't know what I thought it was going to be other than it, I knew it was needed. I knew it was the right thing for you to do. Um, I knew it could have been big because there's, I mean, the Restaurant Association is huge. You know, so I mean, anything needed is it, you know, has has an audience, mm-hmm. you know, so and it, it, is, it was needed. I'm not, I'm certainly not saying that I had faith in you and Aaron didn't, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I know, I know. I knew that's what I knew that's what you hear, but really, I just, I don't know. I, it, you know, any, any kind of group like that, I mean, I saw the potential for it, whether or not it was going to happen is different because I mean, you know, lots of lots of great ideas go. Undone, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I saw the potential, but I didn't know if it was going to, and it did. Yeah, I think a couple of years later, when you guys started having like the bossy sales and stuff, and it was more tangible mm-hmm. because up until that, I never really saw anything that was right. happening with it because you guys would just go off site and meet and you know do your thing. Then it kind of hit home, like, oh wow, this is like a thing. This is this is getting big, and now it's like, holy crap! You know, I want to see you guys make this national, yeah, international. Hence the podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. And things like the conference, and now you guys are actually able to attend because we do have content for for all all genders. So content for all, co- content for all. Content for so all. Yeah. we're really excited to have you guys be there for for day three. It's gonna be fun. We'll be watching the kids until day three. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, to our conference, the Bossy Conference. Oh, the Bossy the Conference. I thought conference. we were talking about the uh, podcasting conference. You know, I was like, like yeah. you can help him watch the kids. Uh, I'll be in Buffalo. Oh, the Bossing. Yeah. Yes. I was, yes, I was talking about the, the our conference yes. that we are hosting oh, that you guys will be a part of. So what is one pro and one con about being a business owner with your... Your home, your your wife. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, should I have time to plan this one? Got to think about this here. I mean, a pro is that it's just the two of us, and we can discuss anything business-wise and come up with a decision without involving other people. A con is that it's just the two of us, <laughs> <laughs> and we have to come up with the final decision. Uh, and I don't know about you two, but Kelly and I are notorious for convincing the other person like we change sides on arguments all the time. So we'll come at something from two opposite sides, talk about it for a while, and then we'll both have convinced each other. So we're still on two opposite sides, but now we're on the different sides than we started. So um, not frustrating at all. Yeah. No, that's a no. thing that happens a lot. <laughs> all the time. We're really good at listening to each other's points of view and seeing things because we have such different lenses going into an issue. But we're really good at communicating and seeing each other's lenses. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of how it flips. It's like we really want to appreciate the person. You're like, oh, maybe they're right. And like I could, you know, compromise. But then you end up not even realizing that you're over here now. Right. And the person's over there. And then you're like, shit. Start over. Right where we started on the opposite <laughs> side. Mm-hmm. By you. Uh, I think that we do such different jobs that it doesn't, you know, that it's all, I don't know. I'm certainly not going to say that it's it's always a pro because it's, that's not, you know, I like that the person that I'm complaining to is also the person that is in it too, you know, like if you complain to your, your boss or your manager, it's not the same as yelling to, complaining to somebody that is doing the same, having the same struggles, you know, so I think. Well, yeah, and I think that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's kind of why we're here in general is because complaining to people that aren't business owners is sometimes really, really nice because you have the opportunity to to educate or just have somebody who's never heard it before. But oftentimes it's very frustrating because they just don't get it. Yeah, and like the the question is kind of vague because you're saying the pros and cons of being with your significant other, mm-hmm. but that uh, that's not the same question as... The pros and cons of being in the same business with you. Wow. Hmm. Thanks, Steve. 
Yeah, so deep, right? All right. So well, now let's, I, well, you know, let's switch the question. Like, realistically, though, I wouldn't be a business partner. We've had other business Stop partners, it. and I wouldn't be a business partner with anybody else at this point in time because other people right. just doesn't work the same. But yeah, I mean, you know, but the, but definitely the pro is I don't like to read things or learn new things or I, I don't like to fact check. I'm a big fan of not doing that. So, you know, I can have I can have big artistic ideas without worrying about what the rules and regulations are. And then I tell them to you and then you tell me whether or not they're legal or right. not. <laughs> <laughs> you know. not legal. Yeah. So, uh, you know, illegal. Like yeah, yeah. Well, because anything is doable. You right. can do anything like, you know, and that's and that's the beauty of it. I mean, like it's like, oh, you have an idea. If it's legal, you can try it, you know, and that's I know I'm probably skipping ahead in questions, but that's one of the beauties of having your own business so that you can just try all the things that your old boss wouldn't try. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this thing. This is really interesting. You know, it's like the Sunny D thing. Like my old boss, I could say, Hey, Sunny D is trending on Instagram right now. The Sunny D seltzers, right? Not, not a sponsor, but like, but could be, but could be. Yeah. For and right like, I, and I know, and I'm not going to say like it in any specific way, but uh, we've had the same old boss. And I know that I could say, Hey, this is trending on Instagram right now. You should try it out. You know, they may or may not be in, on board. Where at this one, I'm like, hey, me, this is trending right now. I'm going to do it in a responsible, financially responsible way. I'm not going to just, you know, buy a crate of it, but I'm going to try it out and see how it goes. He would buy a crate. Well, you probably get the discount on right, the, yeah, that yeah, pallet discount. On the pallet, yeah. <laughs> Right, right. But, I would uh, have a crate of Sunny D mm-hmm. that I would be pushing. Just because they had those canned year. cocktails exactly. in the Knox. Or the magnets that you bought like 18,000 of. And you just bought more magnets. So I'd stand by that Because decision. it took us 13 years to get through the first game. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. You know, there's, there are things being in this business. Like when we first opened, I bought a pallet of, of Jameson. Mm-hmm. You know, also not a sponsor. But could be. Sure could. And that, that was a big thing. And it was a lot of money to buy a pallet of Jameson. And I, I had to talk to my financial advisor, Kelly, and say, hey, this is a huge amount of money that will make us a huge amount of money. And not being in the business, she didn't understand at that point what that really meant. And so I broke it down for her, being from this industry. And I got to show her. And that's the thing. And like, then what did I do? I made a chart. You made a chart. I made a chart. Yeah. Like, yeah. see. What also that was twenty thousand dollars of Jameson, what that would get us in the long run. Yeah. And that Uh huh. No, it was anyways. It was sixty five hundred dollars. No, it wasn't. Do you still buy your Jameson by the pallet? No. People don't drink Jameson like that anymore. It was sixty five hundred dollars, but it would have made us twenty thousand. That's that's how I sold it to you. Well, I knew there was was a twenty something. Twenty ten thing. Yeah. That was that was that was a twenty ten. No. Twenty ten. Like two thousand two thousand 15. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you exactly how that trend ended. Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Fireball killed Jameson. Yeah. Hmm. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Could be. But it could be. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. all it, it, up until the day that Fireball hit, it was, you know, it was, Jameson was the game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, wait, Fireball? It's, they have, it's flavored in cinnamon now? Mm-hmm. Great. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit. So that was, yeah, that changed everything. I really like that you say that because I use, back to the part about old bosses, I use my interactions with my old bosses across the board regularly and trying to like make sure my employees feel heard. And I'm always like, I don't know that I like your idea, but I'm going to listen to that and I'm going to, we're going to talk about it and I'm going to see if there's a way that it makes sense. Cause maybe you're seeing things different because I felt like there was a lot of bosses that just didn't see the value and what their employees had to offer. And their employees are the ones that are there every day doing the work and seeing the trends and what people are into and what they're not into and what they might make them money. It's like, will be the Tuesday nights at that certain place, Yeah, you know, and trying to like get people on board to bring in business. Cause I wanted to make money. You want like, everybody wants to make money. We got to bring in business. Um, but yeah, I try to think back to how can I not just talk over them and make sure I'm really taking ideas and being like, can I use this in any way? 
And it might not be exactly what they say because I do know the business really well and they don't always understand the ins and outs of it. It's a really interesting point, though, because I wonder if you can even be an effective business owner if you haven't had some of those bad bosses somewhere along the way, right. or good bosses, if mm-hmm. that's the case, too, mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. kind of see what it is you like and don't like and, and the things that you're going to do different. Because I know, for me, that's in my back of my head all the time of like, oh, I remember when this person used to do this and it pissed me off. I right. don't want to do that. Right. right. And like when we opened, when we opened Marshall street, that was the one thing everyone's like, Oh, what, how did you know what you wanted to do? I'm like, I knew what I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew, you know, and that, and that was more of a drive than anything else. You know, that sucked, that sucked, that sucked. But my boss didn't care about those things. I've had many bosses. I'm not pinpointing a specific boss, like many of them, you're just not listening, not paying attention to what the customers actually are saying, not necessarily catering to them, on that level, like just doing whatever they want, but like listening at some point, you know, I mean, it's like the Sunny D thing. Like if 30 people say, Hey, I'm looking for this thing and you don't have the thing. Somebody's got the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not listen to your, your customers? If they're the ones you want to be there, then listen to them and do, you know, do things similar or on some level to what they're kind of looking for. You know, I mean, not, not to say anything because customers say a lot of crazy stuff, you know, <laughs> You know what you should do? Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a delicate balance, too. Yeah. You want to listen to what they want, but you also want to be the authority and tell them what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Right, which is another. Another level. I actually just, said, I just said that last night. I was like, like, well, will you buy stuff? What if what if the customer doesn't want, them, want it? I'm like, well, I let them know that they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my job. That's your job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in an industry where we see thousands of products. Most customers don't see a fraction of that. Mm-hmm. So they don't know what's out there, you know, and they and they say their same thing that they always say, I want this. And like, and if you're not making a suggestion of something else that they could have, then you're not broadening their horizons and you're not broadening your own horizons and you're just selling the same thing. I mean, you might as well be a convenience store, you know, because convenience stores don't, they just, they look at the trends of what sell, sell, sell. And if that same thing, is selling, they're not going to say, oh, you know what? There's a different flavor. You know, they're not going to do that because customers, they're, they're, they're just, to. they're just trying to get right. the, the amount of money that they, that their chart has. Well, and that's what I think makes people want to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. love your places because you have make them feel excited. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, it's and not I'm just doing it, doing a shot and leaving. Right. right. It's sort of self-serving. I mean, it's of course self-serving, but like, I'm not trying to appease a customer that I have now. I'm trying to build a customer for the future and not everything's going to be the same in the future. So why not, why not go towards that, you know, that goal and be like, well, here's, here's some things that are new now get in on the ground floor of this thing now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's like the trend with alcohol too. It, it happens all the time. Like Kelly's always talking about the free spirited cocktails, you know, and that's relatively a new concept now. 10 years from now, it's not going to be a new concept. It's going to be kind of whatever, you know, Standard. not what everybody does, well, but, but it's going to be very common. It's going to be common. And nobody's going to say, oh, you have that? Yeah, we have that because we've always had that. And that's what people do, you know. And I think that I think that that's important, you know. It's important to build, you know, build a customer for the future, especially if you I don't know, I shouldn't say this, but get it young. Get them young, you know. <laughs> oh, you're, you're 21 and have no money? Well, let me sell you something that, I don't know, I, I could go on a tangent about that, <laughs> but it's just whatever. Point being is that it's good to be your own boss because then you can make those decisions and you can, and if it fails or if it succeeds, that's great. But you, you never have to sit there and go, it failed because of somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It failed because you made a bad choice you know, or even just maybe not the right choice for that time. Because five years ago, you could have said all you wanted about, uh, Free spirited cocktails. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have thought twice about it. They'd be like, "Oh, oh, you're another crazy person." Okay. Yeah. And now, it would have been too early. Now, yeah, yep. it's too early. Exactly. You know, timing's everything. Oh, Lincoln, please sit still. Can you sit? Lincoln wants to be his own boss. Lincoln, what do you think? He kind of is. He wants to click, 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 click. Yeah. And knock you upstairs. Sorry, everybody. So do you have any advice for people out there who may be considering starting a business with their significant other? I don't think that every couple is cut out to be business partners. I have met plenty of people whose their relationships are very, very different. 
so I think that you do have to have a certain kind of relationship in order to be comfortable enough to be business partners with your spouse. Hell yeah. Go to, mm-hmm. go to trade school, kids. <laughs> go to, go trade, to trade school. It's very high stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to communicate well, which a lot of people struggle with in life. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a huge barrier. I think that both of our partnerships, we each have very specific jobs we take care of, and we make sure that they don't overlap too much so there's mm-hmm. not that confusion. Oh, and um, you have to be willing to pick up your partner when they crash. Yes. Yeah, you both that's, can't crash at the same time. That's a big, model. big thing. Oh, it's yeah. messy. Yeah. Can't crash at the same time. Yeah. That's not good when that happens. <laughs> but I think you guys are even better at it. Like, I know you talk a lot. We have been trying to be better at it, um, not always talking work. Because being together all day, when work stuff comes up, you're just there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we'll just answer it now. Figure it out now. Right. Do the next thing now. Where I think you guys are a little bit better about having time that you talk about work and then time like you're not allowed to talk about work. Well, and our free time is much different than yours, too. Right. Because we don't have 19 children. So that does help. <laughs> it's only 18. <laughs> 18. Um, and being able to recognize what tone to take in those moments when you need to mm. vent. Like, because, you know, I need to know my... If we're talking business and I'm responding as your business partner is one thing. If I'm responding as your wife, that might sound a lot different because mm-hmm. I can have compassion for what you're going through. But we may need to come to a solution quick as if we're talking business to each other. So I think that's something always important to have that distinction and be able to say that. And that comes with the communication. You have to be able to say, like, listen, sometimes you have to have those hard conversations and say you're being a brat. Or, oh, my God, I'm so sorry they're being so mean. Yeah, in a perfect in a perfect world, once a month we would have a five-hour drive. Yeah. Oh, we oh. get so much accomplished on long drives. Oh, Maybe uh, we should just do that. That's a great idea. Yeah, but we'd have to go somewhere because otherwise you're just going to say, we're going to drive around for five hours. I'm like, no, I'm nope. not going to do nope. that. Oh, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'm not falling for that one. Should <laughs> go for a long wants. drive? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go to like Watkins Glen or something. Mm-hmm. I was going like to say, there's a lot of away. parks that are about yeah. two hours away. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Good idea. Adirondacks. Uh, yeah. yeah, leave you there. I mean, what? Hey, you heard it here. Leave you there because I it's go be- missing. Because it's beautiful now you know. there. <laughs> I'm going to go back and I'd be like, everybody heard it on the podcast. Please <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm just setting you guys up for the next question. So, if you guys were starting your own podcast, what would that be? Would it be the true crime of what happened to Kelly Bush? <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I love that story. Yeah. I but I would just keep saying I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I fell asleep at six a.m. Woke up at noon. She was gone. I can tell you where she's not. Yeah. So whatever you do, don't look there. <laughs> If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. It's high-tech, but easy to use. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Riverside.fm is the leading platform to record studio-quality audio or video podcasts. They even have a really cool video editor to help you make content for social media. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JAZZYCAST to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. The link is in the show notes. What would we start a podcast about? So, or like, a business. If who? the two of you, oh, uh, yeah, you the two. Elvis and the Pope, were going oh, to start right. their own business um, or adventure together, as Kelly and I have done. Bubble cars. We'd build bubble, bubble limos. Bubble limos? Because <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> both the Pope and Elvis would love to be in one of those. Yeah, I think that that would. Yeah. And I think there's a huge market for it. Yeah, huge market. Am, huge I, market. am I writing this down? Am I, I, I would going to start doing charts and graphs about bubble Their t-shirt cars? can be bubble cars. Yeah, the best, best case scenario is so we maybe forget you should that. write it down. Right, bubble cars. Is it a better t-shirt to say bubble cars or the Pope and Elvis or Elvis and the Pope? I mean, Elvis I like. and the Pope sounds better. Mm-hmm. Bubble cars is fun, though. I don't know, Aaron. Wait, business or podcast? Either one. No, no, you got to narrow this down. Like vague questions. First business. First business. What do you think, Aaron? Well, I don't know. I'm always open to open a business. Yeah. 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 I said before that I wouldn't partner with other people, but I think I'll partner with you too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Remember we were going to open a coffee shop together? Oh my gosh, we're going to do that. Plan. We still yeah. have time. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, coffee shop karaoke bar. There we go. We'll do karaoke. We'll do used books and records yep. and just regular and coffee. Nothing, nothing fancy <laughs> yep. and rocking chairs. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of be like a record archive without all of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll call it and rocking, no alcohol. And we'll call it rocking chairs. Rocking. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited to retire. Me too. Right, let's do it. Let's retire. Uh-huh. I'm a lot in debt. Yeah, we're going to have to figure <clears throat> some stuff out before retirement. <laughs> um, I heard that as a business owner, if you're in debt, you can just write it off, right? That's the thing. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. write just, it off. Just write it off. It's not yeah. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote off my debt bank. I don't see why this is a problem. problem. I don't have any. It's not in my chart I anymore. I wrote it off. <laughs> I wrote it off. I deleted that entire line on my that spreadsheet. That money is not in my checking mm-hmm. account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I oh, wish. I really think that would be fun. Hmm. Rocking chairs. chairs. So it's a coffee shop, but it's open mic all the time. Okay. Sign up, do your thing. It could be noon. While people are shopping? No, it's a coffee shop. Oh. Well, I want to get a record store, too. I mean, you could do that. You could split it. All right. Is there a place for us to go if we don't like the person singing? Yeah, that'd be my only problem. Well, that's the beauty of uh, volume control. (laughs) I think the mic's dead. (laughs) Something's going on. Or they go into one of those things that, like, like Darien Lake, the little sound booth. The sound booth, yeah. Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, eh, we can make out. videos yeah. for people. It'd be so easy. You could do that shit with your oh, yeah. phone now. It used yeah. to cost like fifty dollars mm-hmm. at Darien Lake. Yep. Do it for like five yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get an old phone and just record it and send it to people. I feel like we're getting into their dream now, though. So maybe we stick that's, with our record store. Yeah. To be and fair, really I do not understand this dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's the dream. Let's talk about it and tell me why it's illegal. Right. Yeah. I think that they actually jumped into ours. I think so too. Because we've, we've talked record. about our record store. It's got to be on a long time. Podcast. Yeah, but I just yeah. made it good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I don't have to hear bad people singing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the, some of the most fun. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. But if it's if it's open mic all the time, right, right. That you know, right. I was once at karaoke where a guy uh, brought a guitar, plugged right mm-hmm. in. Plugged right into karaoke. You're like, was he good? Yeah, oh, he's a, yeah, yeah. He was, pretty, good he was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Gear, yeah. yeah. He was pretty I mean, good. I can bring like, a guitar and plug it in, but nobody wants to hear any of that. Yeah, but it, like, I thought, I just thought it was like there was there's a certain level of arrogance to that. Right. It's like, oh no no no, the pre-recorded music that everybody loves is not what I'm about. No. Like I'm just gonna just plug an in. And just, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It, was, it was real. It was a weird. It was weird. I mean, like I said, it, it, he was good, so it wasn't terrible, but it was just. I'm like, who? What? Who's doing that? That's not how this goes. You're doing this wrong. Tying this back to business, I have a question. In Bossy, we really value being able to talk about anything. And as women, being together with women, um, it becomes fairly easy to talk about almost anything. And men have a societal expectation to just be strong and internalize everything and plug through. So my question is, what is it about being a business owner that you wish people knew? Well, believe it or not, we're not millionaires. <gasps> we yeah. aren't? Yeah. But yeah. there's a mi- there's oh, million dollars in debt. There's oh, an right. assumption that we are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of assumptions. That's it's hard to say. Sometimes it's really stressful. Other times it's not. Yeah. You're not always doing great. Mm-hmm. If there's 100 people in yeah. the bar, it doesn't mean that we're making money. Right. It just means there's a hundred people in the bar. Like I, it's it's better if, but like it doesn't. It's a higher you know. chance that I can make money if there's only. You got to be making tons of money. I'm like, I got tons of bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, the it, more the more of you there are, the more stuff we have to buy. Right. Right. Sometimes the um, so how's business question that gets to right. me, especially if it's during a bad time. Because mm-hmm. what? Do you, how do you answer that? Right. Oh, it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's freaking shitty. No, because yeah. nobody, most of the people that are asking that question don't want to hear an answer. Right. Well, they don't want to hear a real answer. Right. They want to hear you be like, oh, yeah, everything's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I'm, I'm personally the worst about that because I don't, I'm not a big, like, I can, I can small talk, but I don't fluff. Yeah. You know, how's business? And I, my, I always say, we're getting there. Because that's the only that's the only truthful answer that I'm like you can you can't handle the truth like you don't want to know <laughs> no. the truth about this mm-hmm. so I will tell you a truth you know which is we're getting there and are we getting there hundred percent we're definitely getting there are we breaking even 
you know, but like, and, but what does that mean? What does that mean to a regular customer? Oh, you know, oh, we didn't break even this week. That means nothing to them because we are rich to them. I like to give them like actual statistics. So I'll be like, oh, we're, we're at 80% of 2019 sales. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And then they're like, wait, what? What did you just say? Right. I'm like, yeah. But my payroll yeah. doubled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have found that post-COVID to be an effective method. I, I yeah. tell people, yeah, we're at about 80% of 2019 sales and our payroll's up about 40, 50% overall. So yeah, those two numbers don't go together. Right. Yeah. We always say, do oh, the blanket, well. still married, still open. Right. We've done that since we started mm-hmm. just to like shut up people because mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we're like, yep. Yeah. And, and honestly, the, wor- the worst <laughs> part about telling, telling customers the truth, it damages your business. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, like telling somebody, oh, yeah, we didn't, we were, we're not break, we haven't broken even since COVID. Yeah. That makes people go, oh, so. So you're closing? There's no okay. reason for me yeah. to be here. Oh, so. You yeah. can't even pull this off? Mm-hmm. Well, then why, why do I care? If you're, if you're not successful, then why do I want to be there? Why, why do I want to spend my money here? I want to be at the place that's going to be successful. Yeah, I want to yeah. be the. I mean, yeah, I want to be the fun place. I'm like, which is so ridiculous because the pe- places that people think are successful are not. There's right. just a higher bankroll, right, or right. something illegal going on, right. or allegedly. Mm-hmm. Grass is always greener because it's usually greener. fake. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't make it up. I saw it on a meme. That was good. Uh, It was a good meme. I knew you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) What? Not that you couldn't have. So how's your burnout? (laughs) What's that? Aaron asked me when we first started if this was a a trick to get him to talk about his burnout. And I said no. And then I'm just throwing it in there because he brought it up. But we weren't recording when I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) How's your burnout, Ben? I was going to answer that one way and I realized I would get yelled at. This is real raw and honest. Mm-hmm. So other than 14 to 14 to 17, I really don't burn out. I don't feel like I burn out. Have I ever had some issues? Yes, I have had some issues in this business, but I think that they were more my own personal business, my own personal issues. You know? Yeah, you just compacted them all into one time. Right. But you know, I blew through it. Mm-hmm. it took took a few years. Got got through it. It's okay. A couple of things. One, like, like I don't burn out, which is really, which is really a weird. It's a weird thing for me. Like I can just keep pounding through, and it could be as crappy as it gets. Not that it doesn't affect me, but I I have that. I just have this weird gene in my family to just keep just to just keep going, and even if it's just absolutely unbearable, it doesn't bother me. But it's important to acknowledge if you're struggling. And I think that that's, that was the most important thing at that time. Oh, I'm going to cry a little bit. Um, but just uh, acknowledging that there's a problem and dealing with it is like the most important thing. You know, if you do burn out, if that is your situation, you know, I mean, I had, I have years and years of struggles that I didn't deal with because for whatever reason, you just don't deal with it. You know, I got nothing, I got other stuff to do. When things are great, I'm at my worst. Because I don't have to try, you know, and then I can relax a little bit and then I, <laughs> then I fall apart, you know, but when it's, things are bad, I'm at my best because I have to fix it. And I'm really fixer. good at that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, um, acute crisis is something to, you can focus on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You can yeah. just totally focus on that and, and make that, um, make it better. And I could do, I could do that all fucking day, you know, fix other people's problems or current problems i can fix that that's a pro- that's not a problem it's just as soon as things like you know and that was a thing like when when i really was struggling we were crushing it mm-hmm. the business was busier than ever everyone was loving us and i could not handle that it was just i'm like no 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 it's got to be bad and i but it wasn't and then i relaxed and that's when it all i had time to take the time mm-hmm. you know and it uh it wasn't great, but it wasn't burnout. You know, it was like the opposite. Everything was easy, you know, at that one moment in time. Oh, you it's know? such a real thing. Yeah. You read all these things about preventing burnout. Oh, you got to do this so you don't get burnout. You, gotta, yeah. you never see anything about what happens when you've pushed it too far right. and you burnt out. And that's where right. I'm at. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like, you know, similar <laughs> to year 2014. It's going to take me a while to get out of this. Right. right. I went into COVID already burnt out. I was right. burnt. I was done from our not-for-profit restaurant killed me and then i went into covid in, in a t- total burnout phase and 
came out of it this year, and now I'm like, okay, now what the hell does this look like? Mm-hmm. Right. From stuff I've read, yeah, I, it, years. It can take years to come out of burnout, so mm-hmm. it's a thing. It's a real thing, and when you're in it, it's very difficult. So maybe that's the thing. Another thing that we want to tell business owners or people that want to become business owners, that these things are going to happen on some level, whatever your burnout might look like or a mm-hmm. different different term, that you can do all of these things to prevent it, but at some point it is going to happen and it's okay. And you have to find somebody who can support you through it. But it's also helpful to work on those things to prevent it mm-hmm. before it gets too bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, therapists are awesome. Yeah. yeah. Three of us love our therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's one of the hardest things to explain to people is how to keep burnout from happening. Because I think as business owners, you do, 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 doing it. Um, ideas, trying things, fixing things, money, all of it. Right. And it's just go, 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 go. And you don't, know that you're burnt out until you're burnt. Like, how do you explain to somebody, oh, these are the warning signs right. for burnout. Look for these things. Yes, we do need, we yeah, need cats. Sometimes cats help. <laughs> I know in my case, I saw the warning signs coming, but it was, There's it was middle of COVID. Do. What were we supposed mm-hmm. to do? You just keep going. You just right. keep plugging away. And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you're like, I'm not going to work. <laughs> Fuck it. I just don't care anymore. You know? And then you have a complete collapse and hope that you're, Wife slash business partner doesn't have it at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you guys talked about that on a previous episode. Your burnout. Mm-hmm. I talk about your burnout. Yeah, I think it's important for people to know that it's a real thing. Yeah. People struggle, mm-hmm. and you can work around it and through it and over it and under it, and mm-hmm. there are ways. Yeah, definitely. I think that uh, having a, having a therapist is great because, like, you can. Um, Because uh, you can tell your therapist all the things that are at work that are bothering you, and they never come back to bite you, <laughs> which is not uh, – that would be on my con list <laughs> of, of having a business partner that I'm, that I'm married to, you know? Like, I can say, oh, this, these things happen. But, like, everything's so nuanced, you know? Like, oh, today – all these things happen and I never want them to happen again. And then as soon as something that even similar seems like that, and then you get, you, you know, you are then reminded, Oh, we'll remember when the, that happened and this is what, how it made you feel. And, and it's like, no, but that's not the same. Oh, I definitely have some PTSD now, you know? issues related to burnout. Things yeah. that set me off very, very quickly. Yeah. Like one little thing. And I'm like, in a very, ne- I can go to a very negative place very quickly sometimes. Oh my gosh! When I left, I took Callan to Pink, and he took over for me for a couple of days on the stuff that I do at work, which is a lot of like management meetings and working with management. And I talked to him in like the first two days. Like it was best you sounded in like three years. You were so positive and like excited about things and and ready to like jump back in. And I was like, oh, like maybe he's like working his way out of it. And then the third day we had to fire a long-term employee that we both liked very much. And I wasn't in town, but I was the one that got all the information sent to me that was like, Oh, I have to fire this person and had to make Aaron do it. And then it was just like immediately back to fuck it all. And Mm -hmm. I was like, but you had two great days. Like, do you remember how good you felt about the work you were doing and the ideas you had? And, but that's like that PTSD part. And that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the burnout part, it's, it's like having a physical burn. It it hurts almost, you know, and it doesn't take a lot. It's very tender sometimes Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take much. And all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then you just get hit with something and you're like, holy shit, I'm not recovered yet. And that's kind of where I am right now. Like I realize I'm better than I was a couple months ago, but I don't think I'm back to where I used to be. I can't handle the same things that I used to be able to handle. And that's, That's difficult for my own mental health on a number of levels because it's like, hey, you don't want to think about yourself like that. You know what I mean? So, Acknowledge that you are in a bad place. Mm -hmm. We're living in a world where um, at any given point in time, we may say fuck it all and move to Mexico Mm -hmm. or open 10 more businesses. And we're just going to figure it out. It is the downside of being kind of, I guess we're all entrepreneurs. I don't always think of 
us as entrepreneurs because that's a weird word to me. But it is, is it, a weird word. Because it infers making money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, then people expect you to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. I think we have, uh, at least I do, have like, you know, at least 10 business ideas kicking mm-hmm. around in my head all the time. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this. We're going to go open this and this and this. And it's going to be great. Or close it all. Oh, we're going to close everything. Move to Mexico. I hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's kind of how Kelly is. Like, she always has a, a hundred ideas. Like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And, like, my brain goes, let's make this work. What we're currently doing, let's make this work. What if you don't want to focus on what you're currently doing? So you want a <laughs> what, distraction. What you're currently doing is making you sad. I want a distraction business. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. That's a hobby, babe. Yeah. That's a hobby. Yeah, and I mean, we have that too. I mean, it's the beauty nice? of having two businesses. They're not, they're not the same. I don't have the same feelings about both businesses. I want both of them to succeed, and I want both of them to be fun, and I want people to love them both. But, you know, our first business was a hundred percent me mm-hmm. like not running it but like the concept the mm-hmm. the way you know i mean we had a lot of discussions in the beginning like oh let's do this and i'm like that's not that's not the goal that's not what we're doing because that's not you know because i had i knew what i wanted yeah you know so i'm always thinking about that business you know that's your baby yeah mm-hmm. that's my baby and the second business was not my baby it was ours mm-hmm. you know and that's so it's a totally different thing that was my career. Right. The first one was my career. You had started and, you know, the process of opening your own business when yeah. you met Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were already in that mindset. Right. And then brought right. her along. I already knew what I wanted. I already knew what it. I wanted. With our second business, I didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. You know? And and it's it's still kind of that way, you know? And so, like, I really, I really enjoy focusing on making the business that I'm currently mostly working at all the, all the things. And the new ideas, they always go to that. They don't necessarily go to um, the second business. So, yeah. So, I like that. So, that, to, to me, I'm like, whenever big ideas happen. <laughs> and uh, I think pointed at her. I'm big ideas. Yeah. Whenever big ideas happen. Something wrong with that. New yeah. t-shirt. Yep. Um, I'm big ideas. You know, I like that. I don't necessarily focus my attention to that. Mm-hmm. Is that right or wrong? I, there are different opinions on that. Right. But, you know, but that's for me. So, like, so like the, the thousand ideas, my thousand ideas are... Here, like, you know, uh, um, you know, unless you say, Hey, I have a, I have an idea. Can you, ex- you know, expand on that? I, I got ideas. I got ideas for other people to do mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're at the hour mark and right. you've got, I got some obligations. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, let's say you're all day. I know. I snuck off a quick text because nice. I didn't want to stop talking. I know. I'm like, oh got like, well, they went and got all serious. <laughs> I know. You brought up burnout. That was, uh, it was on you. Really? Yeah. It's your fault. By the way, I saw all that happen. I see you. I see you. So what's the next question then? We got time. Yeah. Well, Pour some drinks. Let's, like let's make <laughs> He's got to work. Do it. I mean, let's I don't do have to work tonight. He does. I don't. Yeah, but I'm doing a margarita class. I want to go to that margarita By the way, speaking of margaritas, one of our employees used to be one of your employees and keeps making things wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because he's making them, making them your way. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is not wrong, but it's wrong for me. Right. You know, I've been making, I've been making margaritas the same way my whole life. Yeah. And I look over, I go, oh, what's going on over there? He's like, this is the Selena's way. I'm like, okay. I know that he's not making it wrong. Well, it's different. Yeah. And and it, like, yeah, but I'm and, and in my head, I'm like turn and burn, you know. You're like not That's quite, taking it's, way too I'm like, long. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, five ingredients? Yeah, how yeah. many ingredients are you putting <laughs> in that thing? What are you doing there? Yeah. So three, and I'm like three, you unless you include ice. <laughs> right. Like five ingredients would be ice and we glass. We technically use four ingredients. Yeah. So if he's using five, he's doing it wrong for me too. Whatever. It just seemed like it seemed like five because you know. I I don't think you'd even have the fifth ingredient. No, so. it'd be five because we used to use two kinds of lime: fresh and sweetened. Oh, because we use agave syrup, and that's not something nectar, that yeah. most bars have on hand. I hate making drinks. Yeah, I absolutely I hate love it. it. I hate bartending. Me too. I despise it. I love and it, I and I think why. that's probably why I don't get burned out because <laughs> I, I like making drinks. Yeah. I'm a, I'm not yeah. a good bartender. Yeah. Uh, I don't really get it because I drink my liquor straight, so it's sure. difficult. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Don Hattons. I tell yeah. people about my Don Hattons all the time. Is whiskey, it bourbon, or whiskey? Just whiskey. Ice cubes. <laughs> yeah. You, you can stop there. Yeah. Except vacation Don Hattons are different. Vacation Don Hattons get Luxardo cherry juice, mm-hmm. a couple cherries, a couple splashes of uh, bitters, orange bitters, ice and whiskey. 
Are Still, you going to have those in Colorado? Because I want to try one. Yeah, uh, if they have stores in Colorado, I can make it. I mean, they have stores in Colorado. What? Yeah, I, and, and we have a car. Again, now they do? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Colorado is a very natural area. That's Lots true. of nature. I don't yeah. think there's stores. Uh, we're outside of Denver. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just nature. By the Mountains. way, I can make you one right now. Just I have all the ingredients. I know. <laughs> Dantini? Dantini. Mm. Vodka. Well, nice. I love Maybe this online. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys join us again. Next time we will have drinks. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I think more podcasts should. Can we go back to the question about Don and I's podcast? Yeah. Go. Uh, What's your What's your podcast idea? You guys should take over forty minutes in a bottle. Yeah, we should just drink and talk and see what happens. Take over what? Four idiots. Oh, uh, that's our other friend oh, show. Four idiots yeah. in a bottle. I thought you yeah. said four eighths in a bottle. I'm like, so you're gonna smoke a, a bunch of weed and, and drink, drink some a booze. bottle of something. I am down with that. 100. Yeah. percent I will produce that for you. Yeah, great. Probably be fan. It'll probably go viral. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and this is the part of the part of the podcast where we say, "Let me tell you what's wrong with you <laughs> that you don't know." Four idiots in a bottle. Two idiots in a bottle. <laughs> Two idiots in a bottle. <laughs> Two idiots with four eighths in a bottle. I'm writing it down. Two idiots, four eighths. Two in a idiots, bottle. four eighths. Oh, it's too bad the kids are coming to Colorado. Ooh, a great segment for that would be uh, what's that smell? One bottle. Oh yeah, we could do that French show on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Next year. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys yeah. for coming. The conversation is going to go into tangents at this point. I can yeah. tell. <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to join in because I'm like, yes, let's go. Um, so next time, beverages. Yeah. Oh, and all tangent. Ooh, all tangent. All tangent all day. Yeah. yeah. Everybody look forward to Aaron and Don joining us again. Mm-hmm. All and, tangent. And all for tangent. their new podcast coming soon. Elvis and the Pope. Yeah, Elvis, Elvis and, the, and Pope, the Pope. Two idiots, four eights in a bottle. That's a really long the, bu- the bubble cars. With bubble cars. But you can find it by business. searching any number of key terms. Yes. That's, that's, that's great SEO. Is, yeah. 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 yeah, that's how, that's how we're going to get it. That's how really it's going to work. Yeah. All right, I'll give you we'll my, workshop my bubble cars and bubbly. Do you know what you need down here? There's no whiteboard. Oh, it's we up, have it's one. upstairs. It's in my office right now. Well, you need one down here yeah, for you got it. podcasting ideas. So many cool things happening. So make sure you follow us at Bossy Rock, R O C, and join us at bossyrock.com and be bold. Be brave. Be the boss. Heck yeah. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. The Union Tavern is a beautifully restored building with a rich history and views of Lake Ontario. Featuring New England favorites and hearty comfort food, everyone will have a favorite dish. From large groups to intimate dinners, there's plenty of space to celebrate special occasions. Come visit us at 4565 Culver Road, right across from the Jackrabbit.